people, there are areas of their lives that just don't look and feel the way they wish they did. The Next Generation Wellness Podcast is dedicated to unpacking the physical, mental, emotional, and social stress triggers that stack together and make that experience so. Years of piling these triggers together often leave us feeling overwhelmed, anxious, irritable, depleted, or unhappy, and operating from a place of self-doubt, comparison, procrastination, perfectionism, or busyness. We uncover the science, research, and stories of what it takes to live with whole life success, along with improved ways of thinking and the stackable skills and habits to make it stick. How do I stay on track? I'm undisciplined. How do you keep motivated? This just never seems to work. I have no willpower. People come to me to help them change these sorts of things, to ultimately to change their situation. But the thing is, the change really needs to start in their emotions, in their way of thinking, in their responses to emotions that then drive some sort of behaviour that give us some sort of experience of life. And when we begin these changes, we can shift that experience of life, shift it to the next level, a more fulfilling and joyous level. And regardless of the specifics and the story behind it, the process remains the same. And in this episode, I'm sharing this process with you. Firstly, I know that humans have an unlimited potential. But as we discussed in the preceding episode, and if you haven't been there yet, please go back there first. What I know is that we only tap into that potential about 5% of our days and the rest of the time living, we're recycling the thinking and patterns of behavior that we have done forever. And we end up at the start again, same place, status quo. The second thing that I know is that human behavior is always purposeful. Sometimes we don't know what that purpose means or hidden intention is because it sits in that 95% of the automatic patterns that we, we created when we were children and that we just keep repeating without ever being aware of it. And as we learned in the previous episode, there's generally conflict between what we actually want intentionally and what that thing somewhere deep inside of us is telling us is true and possible for us. And when there's a conflict your behavior is still purposeful. You may not want it. You may not want the thing that behavior is giving you, but it's purposeful because it is keeping you safe. It is keeping you in status quo in what you believe possible and true for you. And the third thing I know about humans is that we all work perfectly well. If our brain is intact, no one is inoperative. Most of us just don't understand how humans function and how to optimize that. Either those brain conflicts or those stresses physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially get in the way, or we have the wrong information, but we work perfectly well. You work perfectly well. And last but not least, it takes me to the very first saying in the very first episode, which is you have what you need to get what you want. It's just that the state we're in sometimes is limiting to our human potential, And by state, I mean the way of your being in any given moment. And that way of being is this culmination of your thoughts, emotions, your mental energy, your feelings, your physical vibrancy. And that state arrives before you are even aware. 
And so this process that we're about to go through must be there to get what we want. And this process is the Next Generation Wellness 4Cs methodology. It is grounded in what I know and have learned over the last 20 plus years around positive psychology and neuroscience, around leadership, nutrition, around human biology, mindfulness, emotional literacy, and exercise physiology. And there are four steps, clarity, conviction, consistency, and charge. And I'm going to unpack those a little. And then I invite you into the next episode, our very first Habit Stacker episode together, where you get to put it into action. So step one is clarity. What do you even want? Who are you? Who would you be? Who could you be? It's the step that takes the longest. It is messy. It is frustrating. It is confusing sometimes. And most people skip it. But we cannot sustain changed behaviours without step one. So this clarity is where we use that prefrontal cortex, that part of the brain that we spoke about in the first episode, which is around our human potential. But this step, our ability to use that part and to make it stick, to make habits stick, takes a series of things in this clarity piece. And so I invite you to pick up a pen and perhaps list these down as things to work toward before you try and jump into any type of behaviour change. And the very first thing is the transparency of your values, what is actually important to you, and making sure they are important to you. Looking at your ambitions, what on earth do you want? What do you want to have, be, experience across all areas of life? What are your intentions? And your intentions are that motivation, that energy that sits behind the, and is the reason for you doing what you do. It's also a sneaky driver because sometimes those hidden intentions win out. And so I think it's probably a very good topic that we discuss together very soon. We also, in this clarity piece, need to look at our priorities, our responsibilities, our obligations, our current situation to find the gap. We can also look at our personality type, our emotional needs, who we really are at our core. And in case you didn't know, we're not all wired the same. But just like anything, when we know more about our strengths, we can harness those powers so that we can get what we want. And when we shine a light on our weaknesses, which no one is immune to having, we can improve them so that we can get what we want. We can look at our supportive behaviours in this clarity piece, things we need in there to to get what we want. We can look at the things that intrinsically motivate us and and raise that necessity to, to do the hard things. We can look at any gaps in our education toward what we want and who we need to be. We can look at our stress triggers physically, emotionally, mentally, socially. We can also look at our fears, the things that send that amygdala into overdrive and often send us back into autopilot behaviours. And right now you might be thinking, whoa, hold up woman, I am busy. I do not have time for this learning about myself clarity piece. And that is okay because that's the majority of the population living in status quo. But it's a big reason too why it's worth doing because I don't know about you, but I don't want to be part of just the majority of the population living in status quo, particularly when you know you are more capable than what you're doing right now and who you're being right now. And there's more of a great experience of life if we learn more 
and integrate more. But it's also why I mentioned that this work is messy, frustrating, tedious, but it is a non-negotiable for changing habits successfully. And so I really invite you before you jump sideways in the moment of emotion to try and do what somebody else is doing to get what they have, I would take a moment to work through those things and bring clarity to why and what you really want. Then the very next step, once we get to this place, we can step into conviction. Conviction is where you get to change what you believe to be true about who you are and what you are capable of. Those sneaky beliefs that you created and keep living out as the eight-year-old child in an adult body. It's where we bring that limbic brain into play and begin to work with the amygdala, that alarm center that is processing your threats. The one thing that says, I want to lose weight, and in the moment we say it to ourselves, there's an emotional charge attached to it. That amygdala is the thing that picks that emotional negative charge up and tells you "Mm, that's probably not possible. So what we need to do is shift sometimes the entire paradigm that is driving you towards your behaviours. So looking at your beliefs and opinions and all the things you created as a child, because it guides you whether you're aware of it or not. So this conviction piece is around shining a light on those beliefs that are no longer helpful for you. And then putting in some new and better and more accurate data with expanded education. So at this point, we need to harness the power of things I call transitions and pattern interrupts. So let me explain those. Transitions are the periods in your day, and we all have them, where we transition from one thing to another. Mostly, we're so used to doing it that you... Most of us wouldn't even know that it's happening. So a key transition in the day might be something like going from a sleeping state to waking. There's a gap there. There's a transition. Another one may be going from mum duties to work duties. One may be traveling to drop the kids off to school. One may be traveling to work. All through our day, we have these transitions between stopping one thing and starting another. And when we are aware of them, we can place these strategic little pattern interrupts into those spaces and transitions to stop you in your tracks and to put something better in that will take you to what you want. So rather than just rolling out of bed and believing that the first thing you do is go to the toilet, you realize there is a space there. There's probably a whole series of things that you've told yourself, things like, oh, I don't really want to do this today. Oh, Do I really have to speak to them today? There's a whole series of things that come in and they're usually not positive. So what we're looking to do is pick up that transition, put something in. It might be a phone alarm every single day at that time, a calendar alert in your phone that comes up when your alarm goes off. It repeats daily and it says, breathe. What one thing today can I do to make me feel proud? Or maybe it can say, breathe gratitude, prompting you to take three nourishing nervous system calming breaths and to think of three things that we're grateful for, to start the day in a different energetic space than getting up and thinking, oh my Lord, is this really what I've got to do today? So the idea is to find the pockets of space through your day, those transitions, and then to put something there that catches your eye and interrupts your patterned behaviours and thinking 
and to prompt you to think, feel, or do something different. And little by little, we drown out the unhelpful, critical thinking that sends us into old, unhelpful pattern behaviors. And that is the key of conviction. And we will learn more about that as we learn some of these key virtues and how to integrate them into our lives. So step three, once we, once we start to raise that conviction, we build consistency in the patterns of behaving and thinking. And this is the stage where you most likely see normally things unravel with the things that you want, where you fall short. It's where you notice it falling short. We sometimes call it a lack of willpower or self-sabotage or something like that. But really what it is is just the absence of step one and two. So we need that clarity. We need that conviction before we will ever get charge and consistency toward what we want. So to get to this place of consistency, to automation, we need step one and two. And then we manage the stress response. Because remembering from episode one that the stress response is what sends us into autopilot habits fast. And this change takes takes rewiring. So we don't want autopilot. So we look at stress. We look at all the triggers relevant to us. And I know that there's over 50 triggers that come from emotional, mental, physical, and social areas of life. So gently we shine a light on them and then we move toward reducing the frequency of them and all the the duration of their exposure. And then when we do that little by little over years, we have the energetic capacity and the cognitive space to build more consistent patterns of behaviors in line with what we want. And at this point, we have clarity. We've built the conviction in what we want and our ability to get it. And we have showcased consistency. And we arrive at this most remarkable place called charge where you realize that nothing is off limits. It might be challenging, like a real stretch, but it's not off limits. Nothing is off limits. So at this step, at this step of charge, you have activated personal integrity and a habit of self-discipline rather than the very normal habit, which is the habit of letting ourselves down. You would have developed a bias for this committed, focused, intentional and purposeful action, whilst also feeling energetic and having that high motivation. At this point, the experience of life is so vastly different to what it was before if we try and skip steps one to three. So that's it. There are four steps to getting what you want. Clarity conviction, consistency, and charge. And it's a process like anything. It is both a simple and complex process, but that is just like we are as humans. It can be simple, but we have to be patient with the change that that is a process. And so I look forward to our very next episode where I encourage you to put this 4Cs methodology into practice at a really simple level. And I also invite you over to the show notes where you can pick up a Taming Stress free ebook to start to shine a light on some of those things that send us back into autopilot really quickly. I'm Erin Barnes, and I hope this brings a little more vibrancy, ambition, possibility, and wellness to your week. And if it does, I would be so very grateful if you could contribute your precious time to review the Next Generation Wellness podcast. Thank you.